Hey guys, and welcome to episode 4 of Paranormal Activities with your host, Ben X. I'm excited to be back here today with you and have a great show lined up. More ghosts, more stories, you can't go wrong, right? But first and foremost, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to the first three episodes. Um, you know, the, the interview with Dene got a lot of positive feedback and a lot of positive reaction. I really appreciate it. So just keep on listening. We'll keep keep up with the uh, the quality of the show here, hopefully. I have some awesome guests lined up for future dates, so I'm really happy that this is moving forward. I'm really excited that you guys are enjoying it. So if you do have any stories you want to let me know, feel free to send me an email at paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. That is paranormalaxepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to either tell your story via just talking or even better, I'd love to have you on and be on the show here and actually hear in your words from your perspective and kind of break it down that way. Um, I'm good with either way, so feel please feel free to reach out to me at paranormalaxpodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me on Twitter at paranormalactivities. Actually, I think it's just at activities, but you can search and find me also at paranormal activities oh but yeah and also you can find me on facebook as well i created a facebook page at paranormal activities so several ways you guys can reach me please reach out i need to hear your stories because they're pretty awesome i'd love to break this shit down and that's the, kind of the whole point is you know with all of these stories together we can kind of figure out what's really happening in the in the paranormal universe here so yeah let's go ahead and, and uh, get rolling here so i do have one little story that happened since last time i talked to you guys um, what is today? Saturday. So it was earlier this week, probably Monday or Tuesday, right around, right around two thirty in the morning. Uh, Danae woke me up, and this is the first time this has ever happened. But I'm just laying there, and she wakes me up, and she's like, "Hey," I'm like, "What's up?" And she was like, uh, "I'm scared." Like she's kind of talking like a little kid, kind of that that kind of tone, I suppose. And I was like, "What are you?" scared of and she was like I think there's something downstairs I'm like what are you talking about so she explained to me that she had problems sleeping that night and she had been awake since like midnight or one o'clock and she decided to go downstairs to get a breadstick because we had pizza that night with breadsticks so she decided to go ahead and uh, go downstairs and she said that she got to the staircase and as soon as she got to the top of the stairs it felt weird she could just feel feel like a presence at the bottom of the stairs, she said. And you guys know what I'm talking about. This that feeling in your belly, like I've talked about before. Just you, sometimes you can, especially if you're sensitive, you can just tell that there's something not right or something different, you know, that kind of feeling. So she was standing at the top of the stairs, and she could just feel something at the bottom of the staircase. And I'll post a picture of, the, of how our stairs look, actually, to kind of give you guys an idea. But she was standing there. And she said, I think she even said out loud, I'm not going to be afraid of my own house, basically. She walked downstairs, and she claimed as she walked downstairs, once she reached the bottom of the steps and turned the corner to go into the kitchen, it felt like whatever was there, like, lunged at her. Like, she didn't feel it actually touch her, but she could just feel it jump. And then she got to the kitchen, she made her breadstick, and she was like, she was just staring at the that area of the house and it just scared her so much she said that at one point she said to run back upstairs so 
So she ran back upstairs to where I was and then woke me up, and she actually left her phone down in the kitchen. So she was like, hey, can uh, can you go down to the kitchen and get my phone and tell whatever is down there to leave? So I was like, sure, I'm not going to be afraid of this fucking thing. So I got to the staircase, and I kind of felt that same feeling, but it's hard to say I actually felt it because maybe you know she planted that feeling in me just by saying that there was something there. So I don't really know, but I walked downstairs, didn't see anything. I did my little thing and said, if there is anything here, get the fuck out. And we haven't had any issues since, so whatever it is is gone. I asked her about it the next day, and she just claims that. She thinks it was probably some kind of evil entity passing through, trying to do something. And you have to understand, at this same point in time, I was sick with the coronavirus, or well, it was probably the coronavirus. I couldn't get a test because I'm not an old person, basically. But, uh, so I was kind of weak at the time, and, you know, so she, her theory was something was just kind of in here, trying to feed off the weakness, I guess, I don't know. But whatever it is, is now gone. So that's my ghost story of the week, I guess, or my personal story of the week. Uh, so if you have any opinions or thoughts on that, let me know. Um, if you guys have a story similar to that, or whatever. But now moving on here, today's topic, or big story, is going to be about the Moonville Tunnel, which is a train tunnel from a town called Moonville that's in southeastern Ohio. And so those of you who aren't familiar with Moonville, basically, I have some facts uh, written down here, if I can read my own handwriting, but back in the 18... not in the... back in 1856, they were basically building a train railway system to go to cut through Ohio it was trying to get to Cincinnati I don't remember where, where they were coming from but basically they just built a railroad system in the middle of the woods there in southeastern Ohio for, for, for train stuff and so they built that that happened in 1856 and then by the time 18 in the 1870s rolled around they had a little town there in the middle of the woods called Moonville where the train station ran through and basically just a little town with a population of a little over a hundred and uh, this town, again, it was in the middle of the woods. It's very, it's a very isolated city or isolated town. Very small population. They had some stores, and actually was named after after a guy who worked in one of the stores in the town. Um, so you know, train system eventually ended up going dry, and by I think the last family moved out of that town in eight in night. I'm sorry, in 1947, and by the 1960s, all of the buildings were gone and all that remains is just a few foundations of the train tracks and then a big ass tunnel that says moonville tunnel on top of it which is basically just a train tunnel where the train used to pass through um it's a it's a pretty neat place i actually went there i had the pleasure of going there back in june of 2008 i believe is when i went to the moonville the moonville tunnel and i didn't have i did have an experience but i did not physically see a ghost um so basically before i get into my story i want to tell you what i read about online basically and then get into my stuff afterwards um so i told you the basic information about the town like i said just a little country town in the middle of the woods um, the only way to go to and from this town was just to walk on the railways and it was pretty dangerous as there's always trains passing through and you know back then there were really no proper crossings like there are today and even now today if you're walking on a train track it's pretty dangerous if you don't if you don't pay attention uh so yeah so there are at least six deaths associated with moonville in the moonville tunnel um 
all by 1920. So when that basically in that 70 year period, 50 year period, I guess there were six deaths. Uh, the one of the last ones was a 10 year old girl who died by the train right in front of the tunnel, and that happened in 1886. However, there are no official reports of this happening, so I guess it could be considered an urban legend, um, as there is no record of it. But I'm sure it happened from what I can tell. But yeah, six deaths, and there are also four known ghosts at this location. And I say that, it's kind of silly, but there are four known ghosts, and they all have names. We have the engineer, we have the brakeman, we have the lavender lady, which is kind of my favorite one. I do like the smell of lavender, so whatever. And then the bully. And they actually have um, a description here of what each of these spirits or ghosts are actually so we'll start with the engineer so again the engineer the ghost that is known to be at the moonville tunnel in southeastern ohio right next to right next to hawking hills actually and so the engineer is believed to be a ghost of an engineer that died due to a tragic train head-on collision that does not sound like fun um so basically she it said that the engineer could only see a bright light before his life was taken, and news reports have written engineers making statements about seeing a ghostly figure wearing an all-white robe while holding a lantern that basically illuminates lights. Um, so basically a lot of these train engineers and others see just a dude walking down the train track with a very bright lantern wearing all-white. That's what the engineer is, apparently. So... You know, another point of this show is to kind of break down what each ghost is doing here. Because, again, I don't really believe in necessarily haunted houses or haunted locations. I have the I have the belief that ghosts can, can move. So the question is, why is he here? I mean, if he died, if the last thing he saw was a train light, that could explain the light that he has on him, I guess. But, like, why? What's the point of just showing a bright light for eternity? Because that's how you died. You know, that's kind of crazy. So is he stuck here? Does he not know he's a ghost? Like, what's the deal with that guy? Hard to say. Then next we have the brakeman, who is believed to be a ghost of a drunken young man who was working on a train as a brakesman, which, you know, makes sense. Uh, the, the drunken guy had consumed too much alcohol one night and fell off the train down into the tracks where he died. Uh, legends say that visitors have seen a ghostly figure holding a lantern while walking alongside the track and through the tunnel. So I guess the difference with this guy is it's, it's more of a lantern and less of a blinding light. So I guess with the the engineer and the brakesman, the difference is how bright the light is. And I guess the brakesman is not wearing a, a robe. Um, but yeah, so basically visitors just see this guy walking down walking down the train tracks with a lantern. And same question, why is he still here? I mean... He, if he was killed by a train, why is he still walking around the train tracks? Especially if he was drunk. I feel like if you were drunk, you'd be less likely to stick around. Um, but whatever. And this one, my favorite, the Lavender Lady. Uh, so visitors of the Moonville Tunnel have said that they have seen a thin, elderly woman walking alongside the trail. Uh, she has a watch, and she seems to cross the trail and then falls. But before she can make contact with the ground, she disappears in the thin air. That's interesting, and I've seen this tunnel. It's a very, very tall tunnel. Uh, you know, looking up at it, for being in the middle of the woods, it's it's unreal how, how tall this motherfucker is. So to see Lady fall off of that and disappear would be pretty scary. Um, there are many stories of the of multiple women who were killed by the train 
by trains near Moonville because of trains, so they're not sure who this woman would actually be. Um, and then the last one, the bully. And the bull, this, the ghost, uh, this ghost actually has a name. Uh, the bully is believed to be a ghost of Baldy Keaton. And Baldy Keaton was a resident of Moonville who liked to get drunk. And when he got drunk, he liked to fight. And they say that one night he got drunk and went to, a, went to a local bar and got into a big fight. On his way home, he got jumped by other guys. And these guys killed him and threw him over the tunnel onto a train track, I believe they said. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, so... He was thrown all. He was thrown. Ab- <laughs> the ledge. So he was thrown from the tunnel onto the, the train tracks, and he was ran over by multiple trains. I guess when they found his body, it looked like it had just been ran over several times. And now the legend states that the ghost of Baldy's Newton stands above the tunnel and stares at the approaching visitors, and will sometimes throw pebbles down at them. So I guess this guy likes to throw pebbles at people. So whatever, and that guy, if he's if he was an asshole in real life, I could see him sticking around and, and trying to be an asshole in the afterlife. So out of all of those ghosts, you know, it's crazy. And, and the experience I have kind of contradict a couple of those legends. Um, but then some of them do hold up. And so I'll just tell you my story now of, of the Moonville Tunnel. So we went, my buddies and I, they go to Hawking Hills all the time. I went, went with them a few times. Uh, and uh, we knew about Moonville, and I think my f- my buddy Eric has been there before, or knew about it already. I don't remember. Shit, it's going back 12 years now, so bear with me. But we decided to go one night, and it was dark. And the thing I remember the most about this drive to through the area, because basically, if you get to this tunnel, you have to park your car and then walk down, like basically just walk in the middle of the woods, and you have to walk for a while before it's there. Um, so we pulled up, it was, it was dark, and there's a lot of people there, and I think there was even a park ranger there, so it wasn't like a big, like, you know, hush-hush secret thing. Like, it was cool to be there, it wasn't an issue. Holy crap. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, hearing, I'm hearing noises. <laughs> At 14.01, I'm hearing knocking on my wall. That was creepy. All right, I know Danae is asleep, so I'm not sure what that was. But anyway, so um, it was dark. I have my, I have my EMF meter, meter on, and it's not showing anything, but that was that was creepy. But anyway, so we got there, and the only thing I remember is there was a lot of deer that night. And, you know, again, we're in the middle of, like, a national state park, basically. It's right next to it, and there's, there's a lot of woods, and so lots of deer. So we had to dodge these deers. We finally got there. And then we walked, and we walked, and we walked, and we walked. And then out of nowhere, we're just walking down this path. And it's kind of creepy because if you're walking in the woods in the middle of the night, it's my first time being there. So this that, that eerie feeling is already there in your belly, you know. So we walk up, and as we get to the tunnel, then it all of a sudden is just, it's just kind of there. Like it just opens up, and then there's this just, just giant tunnel. Old looking, you know, it's made of stone or whatever. Tunnel. And it wasn't that scary because there were a lot of people there. And I'm sure, you know, you guys can imagine or you know for a fact, the more people you have, the less scary anything is. So it makes sense it wasn't all that scary when we were there. But we were there, took some pictures, kind of looked around. I was kind of reading some plaques I saw and stuff. And then there were some some ladies in the middle of the tunnel taking pictures. So we started talking to them, and they had, like, a digital camera. And they showed us a lot of their pictures. Apparently they live out there. And what they like to do is go there and take pictures and just find, you know, Ghost hunt, basically, evidence of ghosts and that kind of stuff. A lot of the pictures they took had orbs, a shit ton of orbs. I remember one picture was just flooded with orbs. I'm not one that really takes orbs as hard evidence. 
I just think orbs are lame. It's not <laughs> like if the best you have is an orb, it's a very boring ghost story. So I just don't get into them. A lot of them can be, you know, passed off as dust or bugs and that kind of stuff. So whatever. But then another picture she had that she showed. This one was pretty crazy. It was a picture of three, like shadow people. I want to say like just you can see the human form in them, but at the same time they look like ghosts. How a ghost would look. And the middle one had a lantern. So in the middle of the tunnel, you just see three, like, blurry shapes, and the one in the middle had a lantern just walking. And that one was really good, I thought. That one sticks with me. And she showed us a bunch of other ones. I think there was one where we do see a little girl as well. Uh, I don't remember exactly. But that one really sticks out. So, you know, we saw some cool pictures. I didn't get any ghosts in my pictures. I think her other buddy, Ben, may have. I don't remember. Uh, but then, so we were there. And then my buddy Eric was like, well, there's also a... Uh, a cemetery that's that's left and in this town that's all there that that's all there is um there's just some train tracks some pillars a tunnel and a cemetery so we're like hell yeah let's get going let's let's go see. so we walk through the whole tunnel and uh i remember the legend of somebody being on top of the tunnel looking at you and i remember having that feeling of that's fucking scary um but we didn't see any ghosts up there and i know there are people climbing up there too so at the same time there's people there so you're not going to see a ghost but we went through the tunnel and we kept walking through the woods and here's where it got fucking scary like here's where my belly went from oh it's just your typical eerie feeling in the middle of the woods at night to we're being watched by something i don't know what it was but so there's a big group of us too it wasn't like there's you know one or two of us there's probably like at least seven of us if not more um I don't remember exactly, but we were walking, and then we found the cemetery, and it was just in the middle of the woods. It was pretty far away from the tunnel, just we had to keep walking, and it was so old, you know, the tombstones didn't really have names on them anymore. It was just rocks, basically, just, you know, tombstones that are unmarked, and there are, like, some flowers on some of them, like old, um, like, I think we remember seeing an old teddy bear on one of them. It was just very old and very creepy, and at that point, we all started hearing shit. Um, and it was kind of like, it felt like we were being surrounded, basically. Because like I said, we're in the middle of the woods, so there's nothing around us but this little cemetery and then woods. So we can't see, and it's in the middle of the night. So we really can't see anything. Um, you know, we have flashlights or whatever. But all of us were like, this is creepy. We got to get out of here. It just did not feel right at all. And then so we're like, yeah, it's, it's time to go. And we started walking. And as we were walking, there was hands down something stalking us it might have been an animal it might have been like a bobcat i'm not sure what kind of wildlife lives in hawking hills i don't think there are bears i don't fucking know but you know there it might have been a cat it might have been some kind of animal it might have been a ghost i don't know but there was definitely something stalking us and it felt like it wasn't just like one pair of eyes it felt like we were surrounded by something or someone's or all of the above chasing us so we we booked it out of there like we didn't run or cry or anything but we we made haste you know and uh we went back to the tunnel went through it then we got the fuck out of there and so it doesn't really sound all of that scary i guess but you have to think of it in that point of view middle of the fucking woods middle of the fucking night at a known haunted location we just saw these pictures that prove there were ghosts there and then that cemetery i don't think about that cemetery as far as i know there are no ghost stories affiliated with it i could be wrong i didn't do a whole lot of research when it comes to that great uh, cemetery because there's not a whole lot that shows up um other than its existence um but yeah that was definitely a scary night (laughs) just to get back 
Um, and one thing I forgot to mention, too, was the night I was going to, and I forgot the night before this, we got lost in those same woods. Um, we, we got there on a, well, I don't remember, Friday, probably, and in the middle of the, well, was it was in the middle of the night, it was like dusk, I guess, we decided to go check out a cabin we saw in the woods, not too far from our campsite, and we just kept walking, and then it got dark, and we were literally wandering around these woods for three hours. It was a very Blair Witch project, and I remember we came out like miles away from our campsite and in the middle of nowhere we found a church that we stood in the driveway of and eventually some pickup driver pulled up and was like hey what's what's going on and we asked him you know we just like told him what was up and he we all got back we all got in the back of his truck and and went home he brought us back to our campsite in his pickup truck so that was very uh hills have eyes (laughs) very Blair Witch Project very wrong turn very deliverance already um, just that story alone was that was a a creepy night, but then the next night we go to this fucking Moonville Tunnel, see these ghost stories, and then that cemetery I'll never forget. It was just something that we were definitely being stalked by something, followed by something. It might have been a bobcat, it may have been a ghost, but either way, I do want to go back. So that's gonna be something I want to do. I'm gonna bring my little paranormal investigator stuff. And go to the Moonville Tunnel again one of these days and try to get some pictures and some some sounds of my own. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have when it comes to the Moonville Tunnel. Again, my stories don't really match up with some of the legends, but I've only been there the one time when and there's a lot of people there. Um, so I don't know how we could get rid of these ghosts. Like I don't want to necessarily say get rid of them, but like my my question going forward is now why are these ghosts here? You know, that little girl died when she was 10 years old in front of the tunnel. Why is her spirit uh, sticking around? I could see, like, if her family still lived there, but now nobody lives there. And all the buildings are gone. So it's not like a homely place anymore. So unless, you know, I don't know how ghosts work, but maybe she thinks she's still alive and lost, and that's why she still sticks around. Or maybe, for whatever reason, her spirit is actually stuck there. It's hard to say. Um... The only ledge, uh, those four ghosts that I mentioned, the engineer, the brakeman, the lavender lady, and the bully, the only one that makes sense for him to still be there is the bully. I could see him being an asshole and wanting to stick around and throw pebbles at people. That makes sense. <laughs> you know, if you're miserable in life, you'll be miserable in death. So, so yeah, what do you guys think about that? I know I kind of rambled there a little bit, and I kind of got sidetracked there at minute 1401. I'm not sure what that banging was, but it was the, a sound of three, just like this. It was probably on the audio, so I'm going to go back and listen to that. Um, and also, speaking of that, I did wake up this morning to the, the a banging of three. I posted it on the Facebook group, I think, but it was like 8.30 in the morning, and I'm just, I woke up to banging. It was just the uh, same thing. That's what it sounded like. And I thought there was somebody knocking on my door for a second, so I pulled up the security camera, and there was nobody there. I rewound it. There was nobody there. So I'm not sure what that was about. It might have been in my head. I don't know. But it sounded very similar to the banging I just heard while recording this show. <laughs> so, fuck me, right? So, I hope you guys enjoyed it. That's going to be pretty much it for, for the Moonville Tunnel episode. I do have a paranormal investigator lined up for the next episode. Um, I was supposed to record or do his interview already, but because of that fucking coronavirus, it got pushed back. But I think I'm good enough now. I'm still a little sleepy, a little tired, as you can probably tell. But I'm pretty much over that nonsense, so I'm going to be ready to interview him. I've just got a brand new speaker, so it's going to sound nice rather than you won't be. Like, I did one episode with it already, and you can't even tell that the person's on the phone, so it's going to sound great. I'm pretty excited about it and hear his stories. 
So that's going to come up on the next episode of Paranormal Activities. Um, be sure to tell your friends about it if they are looking for a new ghost podcast. Excuse me, let them know that we're we're going to keep rolling. We're going to have more investigators on, more real-life ghost stories, um, more people who just have ghost stories, um, ghost experiences. And I, I talked to several people who are interested to be on here. So we have probably enough content to keep this show going for at least another 10 to 15 episodes. And that's without the growth I'm hoping that we continue to do. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody that will listen. If they're looking for a new ghost podcast, check out Paranormal Activities, available everywhere, pretty much everywhere. Still waiting to get on iHeartRadio, but we are officially available on everywhere else, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, all your favorites. And also be sure to follow me on Twitter at Activities. Follow me on Facebook. Uh, the page is just called Paranormal Activities, again, spelled A-X-E, Activities. And that's pretty much it. So I need to hear your stories. Hit me up and let me know. And let's just keep learning about ghosts together.